Hello and welcome to another Thinkers Pop podcast. And today we shall be discussing qualia, and we'll be taking a segment from uh, Julian Bagini's book, uh, The Pig That Wanted to Be Eaten, and 99 Other Thought Experiments. This time we'll be talking about qualia and more especially color. So the story. Uh, okay, first of all, uh, this is Festus, obviously. You should know this voice by now. And today I'm here with Gem. Gem, say hi. Hi. Okay, that's the other voice you hear that is not this bass, boring voice. It's Gem's yeah, voice. Yeah, good voice. <laughs> Whether it's good is up for debate, but yeah, that's fine. So, um, yeah, today we're talking about the story is about a lady called Mary. And Mary has devoted her life studying color. So she knows everything about color. She knows the wavelengths of um, in every color. She knows what, what colors signify and all that. Problem is, uh, Mary is achromatic, so which means Mary cannot see color. So she is colorblind. The world Mary sees is black and white. But she has been studying color and you know she can tell you everything about it from a scientific uh, perspective. Now, it so happened that uh, with some good doctors and some improvements in medicine, we're able to fix Mary's eyes. So Mary knows everything about the color red. She knows how fast light is moving when the color red shows up. But then this time around, she steps outside and she sees a world of color. And the question is whether Mary learns anything new. Mm-hmm. So that's what we'll be discussing. So here, I'll let it come. Think it on what does Akem think? Did Mary learn anything new? Or is the knowledge of color, the book knowledge of color sufficient? Um, I think so. Because, okay. I mean, at its core, you have to ask what is color really? You know, like, if, if I understand everything about the thing, but I have never actually perceived the thing in mm-hmm. the only form, within which it can, you know, as far as we know, we perceive. Because color is basically, you know, a shift in light, a shift in, you know, wavelengths, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. If, if you haven't been able to perceive it in that sense, do you really know it? I mean, I think you could say you know its characteristics, but you don't know it. You don't, you, you don't know it. Yeah, yes. Okay, so yeah, that's, that's basically what it is. For me, I agree. She, to me, I think she learned something new by seeing that when she saw red, she there was a new information that she didn't have before yeah. and she would have known other things and it's um what this topic is pointing at is things like polia so not only color things like and, and what polia is is things that are like very the very those very basic sense perceptions of a thing as opposed to a definition of something with meaning so for instance the color of a thing is polia it's just it's just there. You can't you can't describe the color red to someone really without um, without showing them a red thing. I don't know. I don't know what you say. The color of blood. Okay, what does blood look like? Hey, there you go. <laughs> that thing. That's red. Uh, then or something like sound. Like you can't. Um, that those are like very direct sense perception. So things like the, the sound of a particular kind of music. You can't. Um, you can you can you can say okay the sound was loud or 
the sound was this, but to say this is what it's, this is what these notes sound like, the person needs to perceive it, you know, uh, directly, and that's that's basically what Qualia is. So yeah, so there's this level of information, I think that um, that people learn separate from Bitcoin. So there's like different sorts of knowledge. And so the question is now would be things like, can all knowledge be um, codified? So is it, is it possible to, to know things, like just to, to break down things? Okay, let, let's, even, let's play a little bit. So let's say from where we start, okay? Maybe the way our brains are wired, we can only know things as we sense from that direct sense perception. Or can know something is not everything anyway from that direct sense perception. But do you, do you think that in some possible world um, you could know color or know the sound of uh, particular type of music or something like that without having that direct sense perception? I mean, it's, I, I I'm think going somewhere with this question. I, I think I think it's vaguely possible. Question that you know occurred to me while you were saying what you were saying is you know how do you relate this to computers, right? Oh, that's what I was great. Okay, cool. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So how do you relate this to computers? You know, like do they have the same senses we do have, mm-hmm. or um, is the is is their method of identifying colors? You know, bits and bytes. Is it yeah. is it because at its core. I mean, there's there's the whole um, suggestion that human we are computers basically. Mm, well, Hardware, some people believe that. Some don't. I mean, <laughs> how 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 can you differentiate? I'm not going to go into how you differentiate, <laughs> but I, some people believe that there's a little bit more than sort of how a computer uh, learns information than how human like like. We would okay. I'll give you an example. You've heard of um, the Chinese room experiment, right? Mm-hmm. You know, you know what I'm talking about. No, okay, the no, Chinese room no, experiment no. is something like was this then? Uh, was this philosopher Sell, and he he he, he created this. Ex- he is a thought experiment where so imagine you were you were in a room, right? And how do I put it? How do I, let me let me think of a way to let me think of it. Say it from the Chinese. Okay, like you know, mm-hmm. let's let's not call it the Chinese room experiment. Let's say the Igbo room experiment. Um, that would be more relatable. So you come up to this room and there's a slot, all right? And you can write any a question in Igbo and pass it into this hole in the wall, and it will send back a message out, all right? And you can have communication with this person. Beyond, beyond the wall. You, all you do is you write a message and send it, and the person sends back. You write a message and send it, and the person sends back. And you, 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 you probably have very elaborate um, discussions about very detailed things, you know about this person's feelings, you know, opinions, and all, all stuff like that. But then one day you open the door to that room and you find out that the guy there is a Belgian who doesn't even understand Igbo one bit. But what he has is an Igbo dictionary. 
okay, and like a list of instructions, saying to him, if you see this symbol, respond with this symbol, you know, and the, 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 those instructions could be very detailed, you know, how that works. So what he's really doing is he's just looking, okay, here before me are a certain number of symbols. Then he looks through his guidebook and picks out what symbols respond to those symbols and then pushes it out back to you. Now to you, you don't know what you think is you're having a discussion with someone who speaks and understands the language, but the person inside doesn't. And he was using this to describe the sort of thing that happens with computers, saying what a computer is really doing is just responding to certain commands. It's going, okay, this is what I'm, this information coming in, how do I respond to this, yeah. based on how it's programmed. So it, the computer it doesn't really understand. You get, in a way, a human being would understand the language, if that makes sense. So, yeah. Well, I mean, I guess that's arguable. Okay. Because um, we also, human beings also have a dictionary and a list of instructions installed. I mean, all of your, all, all right. of your, <laughs> your language um, processing abilities and all. I think um, they, you know, they form at some point, you know, within your childhood. I mean, if you don't pass through that point within your childhood in communication with people who speak a language, mm -hmm. you won't get the playbook. Like this okay. is not so. It's the same thing with computers. There are so many parallels to draw there. I was. Uh, I'm trying to. I'm trying to follow you. Sorry. Yeah, I'm. I'm. I'm saying that there's almost nothing that's the convers the parallel conversation now to with, with this Chinese experiment. Chinese room experiment. Yeah. yeah. <coughs> or Ibu room experiment. For Ibu, us. Yeah. <laughs> the parallel conversation to this would a human being. Right? There's nothing that the human being produces or expresses that is a product of the human being himself. Okay, understand. Yeah, it's a result of all of the external factors that have been imputed at some point or another that have constantly updated that playbook, that list of instructions that all you right. do have. I wish people could see what your hands were doing. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. So fine. But but how do you explain that when I hear someone say something to me in Hebrew, I actually understand it. That there is a level of meaning. Like it means something to me. How do I explain that? Like I know you can't. You know, you can't. Um, you you may not be able to experience it from another person's point of view, or at least from your point of view, when you hear something, apart from just knowing um, that uh, what Uche means cheer, for instance, yeah. you, there is this level of, there's a difference between understanding the language and just returning information, don't you think? Yes. That, 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 that understanding is something, which is sort of what Polya talks about. It's not, it's not the sort of thing that you can define in a sort of a mathematical or scientific way, but you, you know that there's a layer of understanding that when I saw red, I knew I saw red. I can't describe it, but I knew what I saw. And you get that. So I think that it's a combination of like superiority complex and inferiority complex that makes human beings sometimes try to separate themselves from logical mathematics. 
like it is mathematical no matter how contextual your understanding of a language is when you break it down to its like core units it is in is and it? out yes okay it is okay. <laughs> maybe I, I, I of course i could okay. be wrong yeah, yeah but it's just a different layer of complexity are you saying computers can be contextual I'm not saying they can't. I'm just saying that the way they understand. So, would a computer know? Would it, when, when a computer sees red, does it know it is? Does it does it have? Does it know it is seeing red, or is what the computer doing calculating a certain wavelength of light, and that that happens to correspond to red? You get what I mean. So, when we're going to program a computer, we obviously would might because we can't. Um, we can't program, uh, how do I put it? So because we can't, we, we might not be able to program a computer, we can't program a computer to do things that would be, we can't abstract okay. mathematically. So if we, if, we, if we see red and we experience red and we can't abstract that and define it in a mathematical sense, I don't know how we can program it. So if we, if I, if we can't program it, I don't know how the computer would get polio. You get so like like for instance if the computer listens to music, it will probably tell this is vibrating at such and so sound um, this is a vibrate this is certain wavelength vibrating. Like it, 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 it will get the it it will it probably is not hearing the music. Do you get what I mean? It's just calculating certain sound vibrations and doing that and then telling you okay this is what it is. Do you think it's possible that when you hear something, mm-hmm. you're calculating? I, I would say maybe there's a part of me that is calculating the frequencies, but then uh, there's another part of me that is actually hearing the music and, and not just hearing the music, enjoying the music. Uh, to enjoy the music is there's a, a different. Um, there has to be this different layer of understanding it. Another layer of complexity. Yes, that I don't know if a computer can have. Oh. Like, can a computer enjoy music? Can can it see red and appreciate it in a, in a way that is not just mathematical? That's yep, that's that. That's this chromatic value here and boom, done. Uh, yeah. Do you think? Okay, so I think what you're asking is whether you know emotions can. I, I'm not necessarily, it's not, it's not, know, it's not I, just emotions, I, 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 I but it's, it's meaning, it, yes. So um, do you think emotions are mathematical? Do you think they can, be, they can be broken down, you know, all the layers of complexity around it can be reduced to its core unit as mathematical functions? I don't think so. Why? Because you feel a tumor? Yeah, there's a feeling to it. I, I, I can't see how they can be abstracted. Just because of how we experience them is just not it's, not... it's not the same way we experience other things that are mathematical. It's not the sort of thing that you can reproduce in another person in an exact way. So things that are very um, subjective to the person-specific subjective, right? When something is mathematical, you can reproduce it exactly the same way in other places. Once once you have all your parameters right, then you should be able to, you know, and you combine them in the same in the same way, you should be able to reproduce the exact same result. I don't think 
you can. I don't, I don't think you can uh, do that with how people experience things. Well, I imagine that's under the assumption that we have knowledge of all variables involved. Okay, so what, what would all the variables let, let's, let's play with that for a bit. So, what, what would all the variables be? What sort of music do I like? Um, metal. What? Metal. No, not metal. I'm just trying to think of something that more people relate to. So, what's a popular song to be? I don't know what did Naira Mani sing recently or <laughs> whatever. Uh, maybe some Davido song, yeah, for instance. Yeah. Right? Let's say I like that music. It makes me feel a certain way. Maybe that's another thing I don't understand, dancing. But it makes me want to dance. Like, okay? So I, I, we could say, okay, this. So when I hear this, what's this one? What's the name of that song? Yeah, Assurance. So, so Davido singing Assurance. For some reason, I hear it and my body wants to dance. Okay, maybe you could, you know, attach me to all these machines and measure every chemical in my body and just sort of measure my exact brain states and all that. Now, does it mean that you could take all that data and induce it or like sort of fuse it to someone, into someone? And the person would have the exact same feeling I had when I heard that song. Is that is that possible? I think it's plausible. Plausible. Yeah. Um, well, something I would say is also important is taking all of your historical like data, not just your data at that point. Okay. Your historical data and in that, okay, what's the reason, for instance, that you would like the those music and not um, um Death can dance or some East Indian music. Do you understand? Mm-hmm. Like the, the factors at play, like what people you looked up to while growing up enjoyed, what people around you enjoy, what you hear constantly, the kind of music that has that has surrounded you up until this point. You know, I don't know how if, if all of that data can be collected. And then put it to yeah, yeah. Yeah, let's let's go with that. Yeah, let's say all that data. I think it's now a matter of like scale and you know. Okay, so cool. Let's say all that data is collected, but then somehow all that data is plugged into some automaton that is not me, Mm -hmm. some robot somewhere. Okay, would that robot go through that? It's almost like me. Would it go through all the same motions? We need to feel what I felt. If, if the robot... Would it, if, if it's, it's, maybe let's say the robot is a clone of me. Okay. Body clone of me. Okay, okay, so... So a body clone Chemically, biologically. Everything, yeah. And it's lying somewhere, alright? And then you just sort of plug all that. Table arasa, blank state. Yes, blank state. So, but you, you've got all this historical information. Just all the relevant things that yeah. will make it, put it in this state to hear this song. Yeah. And you plug it in. Would this robot suddenly begin? This not necessarily a robot, but an automaton. So it's like just some human-ish thing. Mm. Would it begin to dance? Um, I mean, if I had to bet, and I would, would you would you bet? I would, would bet that it would feel exactly what you what you're feeling. Okay, uh, I I don't I don't think I agree, but. Um, and we can't test that. No. <laughs> <laughs> we can't we can't we can't test that. So uh, we just we leave it. For something we may find out in the future, hopefully. Yeah. But yeah, hopefully but that, in our lifetime. Right? Hopefully in our lifetime, if we live long enough. Um, 
I hope I hope that happens. There's a lot of things I want to see. Sometimes I wish I was born a little later just so that. But Would you consider cyrogenics? If I had the money, yes. Oh. Wouldn't you? Of course. Uh, good. So, <laughs> so, so yes. So okay, back back to the question. So first of all, uh, Mary learned something new. We think, uh, and we think that you think that this thing that Mary learned can be codified and duplicated and sort of copied from person to person. I don't think so. I just I just think it's it's just something you experience subjectively and that's that. So yeah, but okay, that's where we would agree to disagree. But this was um, a discussion on qualia. And um, yeah, I think we've sort of come to an end of sorts. <laughs> yeah, usually these things sort of end hanging. So what do you think? Uh, do you think qualia can be codified in the future and can be made into something we can copy from person to person and have them experience the same uh, feelings? Or do you think I am right and uh, that's it, Chinele, it's not Chinele, I told you her name wasn't Kim, her other name is Chinele, Shh, I didn't tell you this. <laughs> I didn't, I didn't think, do, you think, do you think I am uh, right and Kim is wrong or do you think Kim is right and I am wrong, let me know what you think. Tell us um, on the Thinkerspot page on Facebook, yes, I know all four of you that are listening to this podcast, <laughs> give us a shout and uh, thank you very much for listening and catch you next time. Alright, uh, please tell Festus we need an intro song. Yeah, tell Festus we need, I'll tell, I would make sure to tell Festus we need an <laughs> intro song, definitely. <laughs> Cheers. Right. And if, if you have an intro song you want us to... You I could, want to record one. Yeah, you could record one, that would be I great. Was no, you're being serious. <laughs> and it's on record. I'm holding you to it. All right, then. Have a good one. Cheers. Bye.